0: From Bloomington, Indiana, welcome to Prescription for Healthcare on WFHB Community Radio, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana. I'm Karen Greenstone, along with Dr. Rob Stone. Hello. Our guests today are Rebecca Robinson and Dr. Earl Robinson Jr. We first met Dr. Robinson and Rebecca in January of 2020, just before the COVID lockdown. Medicare for All Indiana invited them to show their documentary film. The Color of Medicine, The Story of Homer G. Phillips Hospital in Bloomington at the busker Chumley Theater as part of the Martin Luther King Holiday Celebration. Dr. Robinson began his undergraduate education at Howard University in Washington, D.C. He graduated from Indiana University School of Medicine in 1958 when the school had a strict quota system that allowed only three African-American students into the program each year. Dr. Robinson then completed a five-year internship and residency at Homer G. Phillips Hospital in St. Louis. In 1963, after returning to Indianapolis, the city and the county were entering a turbulent period of civil rights protests. Dr. Robinson has received many awards and accomplishments over the past three decades, including being a pioneer of minimally invasive surgery. Rebecca Robinson is an Indianapolis native and studied art and visual communications at the Historically Black College, North Carolina, Central University. Rebecca's background includes art history, photography, film, fashion, and creative marketing. She's been featured in Creative Mornings Indianapolis, Indianapolis Monthly Magazine, Carmel Magazine, the Arts Council of Indianapolis, and the National Endowment of the Arts. Rebecca is also a proud member of the Kurt Vonnegut Museum Planning Committee, the Indianapolis Black Documentary Film Festival Advisory Committee, the Indianapolis Cabaret Board of Directors, and the African-American History Committee Advisory Board for the Indianapolis Public Library. Welcome Dr. Robinson and Rebecca Robinson. you, are Thank you. having Good us. morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. Rebecca and Dr. Robinson, will you please tell our listeners the history of Homer G. Phillips Hospital the premier Black hospital training doctors and nurses and its importance within the St. Louis community and the entire country as a
1: whole. I yeah. think I should go first. I think so, too. Uh, Homer G. Phillips Hospital is very close to me because my father trained there and I subsequently went there. This hospital was opened in 1937 because of the segregated hospital services for Black community in the city of St. Louis, Missouri. During the migration of Blacks from the South, coming up the Mississippi River from the uh, Southern states, a large population of Blacks settled in St. Louis. And the hospital situation was despicable. They had a city hospital that was segregated and the Blacks were treated in the basement of the city hospital down with the steam pipes and power plant was over 20-some years of this disparity in service. A attorney named Homer G. Phillips uh, campaigned to have a hospital built for the Black community. He really wanted an integrated hospital, but that wasn't going to be the case during those times. So a bond issue after 30-some years was finally issued, and Homer G. Phillips was then Built. It was built in an area called The Ville, which was a collection of blocks that was totally populated by the Black community. Where they had the first Black high school west of the Mississippi River, Sumner's High School. They had a Black school for children that were orphaned, the Annie Malone Children's Home. They also had a law school there. To make a long story short, this was the ideal place to build this hospital. A very famous architect at the time named Orberg designed this hospital that was truly a monumental building. It was six stories, over 600 and some beds, built with a textured brick that even now stands out as a truly architectural monument. To go further, this hospital then was able to be staffed by doctors from Harry and Howard University, the two black medical schools from that decade. So they had the excellent training. And to go further, my contact with Homer Pills was to my father who had just finished from a Harry Medical School and was on his way with his 27 fellow graduates to Kansas City to do an internship there, changing trains in St. Louis? A red cap, these are the porters that were black that put bags on the train, asked these guys, Where were they going? They said, We're going to Kansas City to do a training for our medical uh, degrees, they said, well, they just built a colored hospital here. <laughs> they decided to go out there and check on it, and they weren't paying but $10 a month, and this was no more than what they were getting in Kansas City and room, board, and uniform. So the 27 of them stayed, and they were the first doctors to train and populate Homer G. Phillips Hospital. And that's where <clears throat> it all began.
0: That is such a remarkable story. It's just so amazing. What a legacy that you're part of. Dr. Robinson and Rebecca, will you please talk about your vision for the film, telling us about
2: your father, your grandfather, and their lives and their work at Homer G. Phillips Hospital? Just to piggyback on what my father was saying, that my dad has had so many amazing stories. And over the years, listening to him talk about His um, childhood and going to medical school and specifically training at Homer G. Phillips, um, I was really, I, I felt it was a duty of mine to preserve this history. And if I didn't know that much about it, I felt that the world needed to know, and especially the Black community needed to know how significant and special this hospital was. And not only it was special, but it was such a deep connection with my own family, my grandfather, my father. And I love doing research. I love listening to his stories. And I talked to him About a project several years ago, we talked about maybe uh, creating some type of book, or I thought maybe doing some type of short film, I wasn't sure what I was going to embark on. But after we had a discussion about it. I said, I really want to commit to getting to the bottom of it and really making something special and making magic happen. And that's how The Color of Medicine actually started. And we began the journey, I, I would say, back in 2012, 2013. So it, it took um, at least six or seven years um, just for the public to be able to see this amazing film.
1: And to add to that, one of the things that I wanted Becky to uh, encompass in the film, people don't realize that blacks didn't have any place to do advanced training. Uh, There were two medical schools at the time, Harry and Howard, and 130 some white medical schools that may have offered out of 130, one or two, if that many, places for black students, not all 130 allowed blacks to be in attendance. So to get specialty training, there were very few at all. So there was nowhere for blacks to go to be specialists. So Homer Phillips became the mecca of advanced training. And during that time we trained probably in the 42 years that Homer Phillips existed over 2,400 black specialists in this country. When you consider the number of specialists that come out of the 144 medical schools now, there's still 144 medical schools, four of which are black, two are still in existence, Mary and Howard. And then there's Drew, there's uh, Morehouse, which is connected to Amory and Drew that's out in Los Angeles. But between those four medical schools, they probably totaled no more than about 400 students versus like 27,000 that come out of 140 some white medical schools. So there's still a great disparity of services that blacks have available by turning out members of their community that would be significantly important to their care.
0: This concludes Part 1 of our interview with Dr. Earl Robinson, Jr. and Rebecca Robinson. Part 2 of this interview will be aired on Thursday, July 14, as part of the Daily Local News on WFHB Community Radio. We will link to the movie The Color of Medicine, the story of Homer G. Phillips Hospital on the WFHB website. Please join Medicare for All Indiana in the Bloomington 4th of July parade, marching with us to support a national health program. Everybody in, nobody out. Look for information about the parade on the Medicare for All Indiana Bloomington Facebook page. This is Karen Greenstone and Dr. Rob Stone for Prescription for Healthcare, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana on WFHB Community Radio. To your good health, everyone. Stay
1: safe, and thank you for listening.